Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Point Breeze, Squirrel Hill, Homewood, and the Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District. I'm really glad that we are able to have you with us this morning as we address a very important topic of online and social media safety. I want to thank our generous sponsors of Catholic Education Plus, Sam and Judy Spanos, and also the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Just a few weeks ago, some of our diocesan schools, along with schools around the region and across the Commonwealth, endured an emotional upheaval during a swatting incident. That's a new term for those of you who may not have heard it before. That's when an active shooter threats were called into various high schools across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Our kids and families have a lot on their plates today, but safety is the number one priority. And this morning we're talking about a different kind of threat that affects every student and family in our schools, and that is social media. Well, it's a great tool to connect, it's also a, a pervasive threat to safety. We have a very, uh, two very special guests this morning with us in studio, along with our superintendent, Michelle Peduto. I want to uh, welcome Scott Argero, who is the assistant special agent in charge of FBI in Pittsburgh, and Daniel Plesko, who is the director of technology from Central Integrations, it, which is the IT network experts that assist the diocese and its school. Good morning, everyone, and welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Good morning, Good morning Father. Good morning, Father. And happy post-Easter to everybody. Uh, we had a wonderful celebration a few weeks ago, and now we're towards the end of, of the month of April. Uh, Scott, I want to begin with you. Uh, there are endless numbers of dangers online, from bullying to theft uh, to exploiting children for illicit activity and violent crimes. Uh, can you share with our listeners what you are seeing? Yes, Father, you're right, and good morning to you, and thanks for having me. Um, the, the Internet is a valuable tool. We saw the development over the last 20 years, and uh, however, there are inherent risks, and our, our children are probably most at risk with that due to their curiosity and their vulnerabilities. Um, and we're seeing a lot of crimes out there that are directed at children. They're predatory in nature, and uh, children can be led down the wrong pathway with the wrong guidance. And uh, some of the things we're seeing are the radicalization of children to, to commit violence, 
uh, either domestically or through international terrorism um, influences. Uh, we're seeing uh, sexual exploitation of children through sextortion and also online enticements uh, for illicit reasons and explicit reasons. And also it's just general scams. And uh, children can be a victim of scams online just as well as adults. Yeah, and just recently in the news uh, with uh, all the hoopla with TikTok and Instagram, there's so many things out there, the Twitter feeds and Facebook. Um, it, it just seems like in, in teens and kids are d definitely very vulnerable. So that's a, a real target audience for uh, threats because uh, the kids are so vulnerable and they'll latch on to anyone that gives them attention. Would you agree? I would agree. And I think parents have the responsibility to stay engaged. Mm -hmm. And if people ask me all the time, what can we do as parents to, to stop the threat or protect our children? And it's an easy answer. It's just be engaged. And you have to uh, be engaged in every aspect of the life. There's lots of red flags that parents can look out for. Uh, so that, you know, as far as educating, we can do that. And some of those red flags are, you know, spending too much on time online, uh, isolating themselves when a parent comes around, simple as closing their door, turning their back. You, you want to know why. Break, break into that barrier. Uh, and then also not participating in activities, activities and minimizing their interactions with their parents or others. Uh, those are the types of times where things can become dark and uh, they could be, it could be signs that they're heading down the wrong path. And it's not so much that the parents are controlling uh, their kids or being those what they often call helicopter parents, mm -hmm. but obviously the parents have to be in the know of what, what their kids are viewing on social media. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. And that has to start at a very early age. Mm -hmm. You know, a child's ability to be on the internet or possess an iPhone or any type of social media platform, it should be a privilege. And the parents sure. have to stay engaged and they should be, have access to passwords. They should be able to check the internet histories, uh, whatever social apps they're, they're, they're surfing. They have to be engaged. You know, a lot of those apps you have to sign up for. Uh, and a lot of them, you have to be 18 or older. So the parents should be uh, paying close attention to what apps they're participating on. So what advice would you give to parents who are listening this morning? What would you say to them um, to know what their children are doing? Any tips? Yeah, the, t the main tips are to just to be engaged. Mm. And uh, there are a lot of Internet safety um, resources out there. The FBI herself here in Pittsburgh, if you go to our Pittsburgh homepage, and you can search that through any search engine, uh, there's Internet surfing uh, uh, resources for safety reasons uh, and then the main thing is, is you feel like something is awry and your child you know has changed their behavior or you think they have done something wrong don't hide it you know lots of times if it's a if it's if it's if it's if it's uh, explicit or if it may be embarrassed to the child parents might want to try to hide that behavior uh, get the police involved because it can only get worse it might lead to them meeting an adult or something like that and, and traveling to meet an adult or arranging to meet an adult or through a friend and uh, we, we don't want anybody to be to get harmed Absolutely. Daniel, I want to bring you in uh, for your expertise. Central Integrations is the IT network for the diocese and also for our schools. Can you tell us what you do uh, and the safety features that are in place across our diocesan schools? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. What we do for the schools is we kind of manage from what would be considered the edge end or the internet end. So we, uh, we put edge devices on uh, via firewalls and content filters uh, to take care of the local network inside each school. Um, so what that allows us to do is say, okay, we want to content filter certain categories. Obviously, the big ones are filtered out, the adult content, uh, gambling, that kind of thing. But there's other categories that are necessary to, uh, to kind of filter out as well. Um, and we, 
we are proactive whenever there is kids who find a way through. They don't specifically find a way through the firewall, but they're able to find a, a new website that has somehow confused our firewall or our content filter. Um, recent example is a website that was geographytips.org was actually just a website they could go to and it was a interface to go wherever they wanted. Oh so we were able to quickly identify that and shut it down. So we proactively shut down as things just don't seem right. Why did this site get all, all, of, all of a sudden get a lot of traffic? And then we investigate and then we shut down proactively. So that's just one of the ways we do it. Um, we also have the one-to-one -one devices that the schools have, most are Chromebook. We have a product uh, called GoGuardian which installs silently in the background and kind of monitors what they do. Uh, the beauty of GoGuardian is it follows them when they go home, which mm. isn't necessarily the case when the kids leave. If the parents have a computer at home, we have zero control over it. If they take their Chromebook home, we have all the control in the world over it. So it works out really well. That's good to know. If it's mm. a school property Chromebook, the, um, obviously One, you have that firewall, mm. but... Like you said, once they go home and they're on their own family computer, you yes. know, it's obviously that safety net is not there. But uh, are there certain challenges that our schools and students are currently facing? Yeah, I would say, you know, just back to the last example with those mm. websites that, that spin up so quickly. Mm. Um, and there's, there's another thing they pretty consistently try to do uh, is get to, they can go to certain VPNs you'll hear of them advertised, ExpressVPN, this VPN, that VPN. Well, there's other VPNs that spin up pretty much daily that the kids know about. They go to, they go to certain websites that post where the new ones are. So we kind of have to, we have to be proactive to look for that VPN activity and shut it down right away. The kids are smart. So we cover from K to 12. Be surprised how smart that five to eighth grade is now. Mm. They just go to YouTube look at a video on how to do it and they're they're trying the term hacker is like a badge of honor now <laughs> <laughs> they all think they're hackers and, and that's what we try to stop so your it network i mean it's a constant upgrades and constant surfing and cleaning and it buffing is. and it's a con it's a oh, daily daily it process, is it's right? like a tennis match we yeah. hit it across the net they hit it back and it just yeah. goes on and on job and security on. for you right, right Daniel? Exactly. Yeah. i want to bring in our superintendent uh, michelle peduto of course you're the pimp, uh, point person for parents and administrators and i want to give you kudos for the incident that happened unfortunately a few weeks ago at central catholic and oakland catholic um, i'm literally right down the street uh, from there and it really hit home for me too and uh, you and the diocese uh, just were phenomenal with the safety issues and the um, for our students at Central and Oakland Catholic. Are you getting a lot of cries for help um, or what you are hearing about the, the social media threats? I am particularly from our school administrators and our teachers because we are seeing kids do things online that they would never do in person right it, mm. this, it's this this entity that allows them to go beyond themselves to shed their inhibitions and go out there in the world as it does with adults too I might add but and go out there into this very dark world yep. uh, and they they do it there's I think parents if I'm speaking to parents now I would say we love our kids we never expect them to do anything wrong but understand that as far as technology goes your children are smarter than you are 
and they're always going to be ahead of us. I've watched this over the years. I, you know, my kids got Facebook, so I got Facebook. So they said that I'm not going to stay on Facebook. I'm going to this, and they stay ahead of us. They know they're agile, and we have to protect them. That's our job. That is our job under the age of 18. We need to. Um, just be there to monitor the engagement on the internet and inform them and Absolutely. inform ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, we have lots more to talk about. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict and Moore Parish in the Hill District and also at St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End. And we are continuing a critical topic this morning. How in the world do parents, kids, and schools protect themselves from the widespread dangers of social media? The dangers are everywhere, and there are new ones all the time. It's a constant, constant uh, battle. And help and boundaries can be put in place to keep the children from becoming victims. And that's what this program is all about this morning. And once again, I want to thank our generous sponsors for Catholic Education Plus, Sam and Judy Spanos, and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. And with me this morning, once again, is uh, Scott Argero, who's the Assistant Special Agent in Charge at the FBI Pittsburgh, and Daniel Plesko, the Director of Technology from Central Integrations, which is the IT network uh, that assists the Diocese of Pittsburgh and its schools. And our Superintendent of Schools is here, Michelle Peduto, in studio. Scott, I'm gonna start with you for the uh, second segment. Social media danger is not something schools or parents uh, should try to navigate alone uh, because the sophisticated help is needed. Uh, can you share some, some help guides that are, that are out there? Yes, yeah, sure, sir. Thank you, Father. Um, it is not an easy task, and you're managing your daily lives in addition to, you know, looking over your children's activity, and you can't expect to have all the answers. Um, and that's where, you know, law enforcement and mental health professionals come into play. Uh, a lot of this behavior is driven by maybe a mental health issue as well, and maybe children are making poor decisions, and parents may be aware of that, that issue, uh, but they may need professional help to help them guide them along. Uh, and then law enforcement as well. If you suspect your children has made a poor choice, or if uh, they've engaged with someone online that may be dangerous to them, uh, get law enforcement involved. You can either call the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI uh, or even send us a tip online at fbitips.gov. Or if it's an immediate threat, call your local law enforcement. They can respond as first responders and engage your child and you and provide some uh, safety tips on how to proceed and how to be more cautious online. So there's assistance available out there for parents and family members. There absolutely is. Is not to ignore it. Not to ignore it. It's it can only get, get worse if you, if you ignore sure. it. Now, Daniel, how can central integrations work together with the schools and the families? Well, with the schools, we've, um, over the past year or so, we've offered uh, seminars, and some of the local principals have had us in, and we talk about uh, online safety and internet safety. In fact, at Guardian Angel, close to here, we just had a, a seminar, and we talked to a number of parents, and they have they have the same questions like Scott was talking about. They, How do we protect? Uh, how do we protect our home? And, and we try to give them a sound advice. You know, you don't have to go out and buy a $2,000 piece of hardware like we put into the schools. It's just not feasible. It, but there are some things that you can do. I would say one, probably the most important thing, vast majority of these kids have Apple devices, iPhone. The um, iOS system has wonderful parent safety guards. 
and they should employ those and, and ask questions about how to how to configure it for their kids. They really work well. Um, you, for instance, my daughter is in sixth grade. Any application she wants to download, it notifies me on my phone, and I can say yes or no. So take the time and configure them. Good. Um, are you seeing more dangers than before? Has there been an escalate of There really there is more of a willingness for the kids to try things that they may not have tried before. So we see more strange internet activity, um, attacks, try to, uh, you know, attack is maybe the wrong word, curiosity to try mm-hmm. to guess a password to get into uh, an access point or into a server. We see a lot more of that. And I would say, again, that all goes back to the internet. The kids think of their hackers and looking at YouTube videos. Um, but it's, you know, it's easy to thwart, but it's there. there there's, it's present. Uh, Michelle, I'm going to bring you in. Uh, you are um, obviously, uh, are you seeing a lot of um, cries for help for people from, the, from administrators or the parents? We are. We are. Um, I, and what I would bring in another layer of this is what our children do with those phones and how they take pictures and what they post on sites. So that's another layer to this which leads to bullying. I mean, we have to remember children are naturally impulsive and they don't always think through what they're going to do. So I would encourage people to talk with their children about even having some kind of an internal conversation with themselves about the impact that their action will have. Because so often they put something up in the heat of the moment. They aren't in control of their emotions. Their reason, their emotions override reason. And so they post things that could be threatening to the school. They post things that could threaten another child. They don't mean it, but they, in the moment, they put something out there. And what they have to understand, what the children need to understand is that image does not go away. And when we find that, anyone can take a screenshot of anything and send it to one of our administrators, one of our teachers. And we do need to act on those things, and we need to treat them very, very seriously. So we want parents to look at that side of things, too. What is your child doing with the device you have given them? Make sure they understand at all times the, not only the consequence of their action, but the morality of their action. And how does that tie in? with their faith formation, with their faith experience, with their relationship with Christ. How does that fit what they just did on the internet? And again, I will say cries for help. Um, As Scott said, often these things are mental health issues with the child, and it is a cry for help from the child. Help me, I'm going to hurt myself. Help me, I'm going to hurt someone, someone else. And we have to always take that seriously. But do talk to your children about impulsive activity using these devices because it's, one, it's, it's a two-second decision and you could, a 12-year-old child can impact the rest of their life. Absolutely. Um, Scott, I'm going to bring you in for the last couple minutes. And Daniel, just a, a final few thoughts for those who are listening today. Uh, obviously, this is a very sensitive but much-needed uh, topic to address. Any last uh, few-minute comments? Sure, Father. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take a little bit of opportunity to create kind of a public safety awareness statement. And uh, there's two words I'd like to throw out there that are pretty 
prominent, you might recognize them and be aware of them. It's leakage and anger. Hmm. When I say leakage, the majority of individuals that create violent attacks have leaked some information along the way. In fact, the majority, meaning 70 to 80 percent of them, they've told somebody, they've either threatened somebody initially or they've provided some insight to somebody they've trusted. And, uh, and, and somebody's failed to report that to law enforcement. So that's where leakage comes in. Anchor is, is what we could do as a Catholic formation and uh, having those relationships with somebody. Um, the majority of instances have been disrupted when somebody felt like they had somebody to talk to, when they've connected with somebody, when they've had that anchor, someone that could pull them away from uh, committing uh, you know, a mistake or, 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 or a criminal action. Uh, or if it doesn't even get to that level, just you know, going out of line. But you need to have those anchors, whether they're uh, friends, relatives, uh, religious connections, uh, it's very important. Daniel, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, myself, a parent of a young child, I, I would say that the parents need to be as involved as mm -hmm. possible. There's resources out there. Again, you don't have to throw a lot of money at it. There's a lot of free resources that you can educate yourself and, and really see what they're doing. And look for common things, too. If, if you have a son or a daughter has a computer in their room, first of all, rethink that. But if they, you walk in and the monitor is facing away from you, change that behavior right away. There's a reason it's facing away. The bullying happens quite a bit. Mm. Uh, you know, there was several years, in the past 10 to 15 years, there's been a, a, a kind of a, a push to stop bullying. It just changed forms, and now it's harder to see. Uh, so just be aware of what's going on. Be attentive. Mm -hmm. Michelle, you get the last few seconds. the or, last yeah. word. I, I do want to make sure that our students know, too, that uh, we have a program called Safe to Say that's available in all of our schools, and we want to be sure our students are aware. There's, it's, You can see how to contact them. It's a program with the Attorney General's Office that alerts. It's an anonymous alert system. If you see something, say something. Be vigilant, as they say, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Michelle Peduto, Scott Argero, Daniel Plesko, thank you for being with us this morning. And we'll have a link to this program in the Diocese of Pittsburgh website under the school section for more information. We'll be back for the Plus segment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the third Sunday of Easter. It's hard to believe uh, Easter Sunday was just a few weeks ago. And the third Sunday of Easter, we always focus on the road to Emmaus. And we read Luke's Gospel today, the famous story of the Lord appearing to two of his disciples as they walked on the little road to Emmaus. Jesus appears to his disciples first as a stranger. They do not recognize him. But he reveals who he is uh, by unfolding to his disciples the scripture, beginning with Moses and the prophets, and then he reveals himself in the breaking of the bread, and their eyes are open. And sometimes in our own uh, distractions or the busyness of our lives, we fail to open up our eyes and see that Christ is definitely in our midst. And celebrating the resurrection of our Lord for 50 days, it's wonderful for us to really pause this weekend, open up our eyes, and see the good that's in our midst. In the Acts of the Apostles, which we read from the first reading, this week um, we are continue reading from St. Luke's account of the Acts, and we hear uh, Peter's proclamation of, uh, with the Jewish people, his bold proclamation uh, transforming them through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Spirit. So the first reading and the road to Emmaus reminds us about the Pentecost is quickly approaching. So thanks for listening to Catholic Education Plus. I want to thank Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh for sponsoring us. We'll be back in two weeks here on KDK Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.